Lecture topic. Hifz Jalsa. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen as-tafa. Amma ba'du fa'udu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَتْلُونَ كِتَابَ اللَّهِ وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَأَنفَقُوا مِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ سِرًّا وَعَلَانِيَةً يَرْجُونَ تِجَارَةً لَّن تَبُورَ فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ قَرَأَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَظْهَرَهُ وَأَحَلَّ حَلَالَهُ وَحَرَّمَ حَرَامَهُ أدخله الله الجنة وشفعه في عشرة من أهله كلهم قد وجبت عليهم النار أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم رسولين بجرس مؤسسات الرماء الكرام قدس النلس جنرالي for most people a Sunday is a day of relaxation trying to overcome the tiredness of the week but on a Sunday morning many might have left much earlier than they would normally rise up on a Sunday morning and we have gathered gathered on the nisbat of the Quran Sharif while it might be sometimes perhaps some friendship some family relationship some other tie that has brought us here but in principle what has brought us here is the Quran Sharif that there is the khatam of the Quran Sharif that will inshallah take place and this is such a great bounty and such a great na'mat of Allah wa ta'ala that all the wealth of the world put together that cannot equate to a fraction of this wealth of Allah wa ta'ala this wealth and na'mat that Allah ta'ala blesses somebody with so while this is a very very great opportunity for us to be part of such a gathering where the khatam of the Quran Sharif will take place and be part of inshallah receiving the torrents of rahmat that descend at such a time at the same time this is an opportunity for us to refresh some lessons about the Quran Sharif while on the one hand the virtue of making hips of the Quran Sharif is in its place for the hafiz of the Quran Sharif but the Quran Sharif is for all of us and every one of us the Quran Sharif has to be part and parcel of our lives unfortunately the Quran Sharif is very fast leaving us and this has been foretold in a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned about the time that will come before Qiyamah سَيَأْتِي عَلَى النَّاسِ زَمَانٌ لَا يَبْقَى مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ إِلَّا إِسْمُهُ وَلَا مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ إِلَّا رَسْمُهُ that the time will come when the only thing will get left about Islam is its name everywhere you will find the name of Islam there won't be any way where Islam won't be prefixed whether it is for the sake of some business so the word Islam first or the word Muslim first whether it is something else that we want to get going so want people to take it want people to accept it so we will prefix Islam or Muslim somewhere in it but how much of the reality of Islam is in it? How much of the reality of what the Quran Sharif has given is in it? How much of what Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is in it? That will be another matter. But Islam, the name of Islam will be there. 
so the time will come when nothing will remain of islam but its name wala min alquran illa rasul and the quran sharif will only be there the script of the quran sharif will be available but the spirit of the quran sharif the amal and the practice on the quran sharif the quran sharif being imbibed in the lives of the muslims that will be another matter so unfortunately we are fast moving towards such times and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam told us and gave us this message not just some like some historical point that he said about the past so this is something about the future that well this will come no it is meant to alert us that look this will happen there will be people that unfortunately will get caught up in this you don't be among them you don't be among those nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was telling us those who just had islam by name but when it comes to the beliefs of islam then the person is far when it comes to the ibadat of islam the person is far away there are certain things at certain occasions that are done when it comes to the muamalat and the dealings that islam has taught then that's a very distant matter and when it comes to the muasharat and the social life the deen has given us and the quran sharif has gone into so much of detail about that that is for somebody else to practice on and akhlaq that the quran sharif has highlighted in so many different ayat then this is well as and when it is required for whatever personal motives and purposes then we will adopt that akhlaq with the customer we will adopt that akhlaq with the supplier we will adopt that akhlaq with somebody outside but for the purposes that deen has given us akhlaq that will be another matter whether that akhlaq is ever adopted So that is what has been foretold by Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that a time will come when Islam will get left in name and the script of the Quran Sharif will be available apart from that it will be just pockets and handfuls of people here and there that will be holding on to it otherwise it all just be in name Allah taala save us from becoming among those who just have the Islam in name and the Quran just the script only and other than that we have nothing about it So this is an occasion to remind ourselves that what is the Quran Sharif all about, and what does the Quran Sharif demand of us? Otherwise, the Quran Sharif also has demands. When a person gets married, a person says that when his wife got this demand and that demand, then after that the children come along. So then he says, well, the children got this demands and that demands, and then now he's concerned about fulfilling the wife's demands and the children's demands, and then. somebody else's demands and everybody else has their demands their requirements is the quran sharif also without any demand from us as the believers in the quran sharif no the quran sharif also has some demands and on the day of qiyamah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam will stand up in front of allah tbaraka wa taala and can we imagine the complaint that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam presents which allah taala mentions in the quran sharif نظري القيامه وقال الرسول يا رب ان قوم اتخذوا هذا القران مهجورا او ماي رب ان قومي ماي بيبل ماي بيبل ماي امه هو اي ديد سو ماتش فور هو اي شيد سو ماتش اوف تيرز فور هو اي شيد ماي بلاد فور هو اي سو ماي اميديت نير اند ديير ون بيكمينج مارتر فور هو اي سو ماي بلال بينج دراغد اون ذا هوت ساندز اوف مكه مكرمه فور and who i saw had ammar bin yasir and his family being persecuted for this deen for this quran sharif to be passed on to the ummah to come 
and who I saw all the Sahaba going through the kind of hardships and difficulties they went. And I saw so many things that Nabi Wasallam would have recounted or perhaps might recount on that day. I saw my daughter being persecuted by the disbelievers and being dropped from that camel she was riding to the point that she had to suffer a miscarriage and eventually passed away later in time out of the same wound. And what not was seen? Nabi Sallallahu complained, Ya Allah, these are my people. Qala Rasulu, Ya Rabbi, inna qawmi, my people, my ummah, ittakhadu hadal qur'ana mahjura. But Ya Allah, they forsook this Qur'an Sharif I gave to them. They abandoned it. Can we imagine any person, if he is on the opposite side of this complaint, on the one side is Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he is on the opposite side of this complaint, and the complaint is being presented to Allah Ta'ala. Allah, this person abandoned the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala, save us from that situation ever coming upon us. May we be among those who Rasulullah Sallallahu intercedes on our behalf. So in any case, the Qur'an Sharif has some requirements from us, some demand from us. The Qur'an Sharif has rights. We worry about the rights of everybody. The Qur'an Sharif has rights. We claim a lot of our rights. We will go to great lengths to demand our rights. We will spend money to acquire our rights. What about the rights of the Qur'an Sharif? The Qur'an Sharif has rights also. So therefore we have to now keep refreshing this lesson. What are the rights of the Qur'an Sharif? And then reflect upon ourselves that how much of these rights of the Qur'an Sharif am I fulfilling? Because this is what I will be questioned about on the day of Qiyamah. So among the rights of the Qur'an Sharif, the very very first right of the Qur'an Sharif is Iman Bil Qur'an. Allah Ta'ala revealed this Qur'an Sharif that we may bring Iman upon it. As little children, the child is taught already, barely the child is not even yet of age, long before the child is of age, but taught Iman, Amantu Billah, wa Malaikatihi, wa Kutubihi, wa Rusuli, all the articles of faith and the fundamentals of Iman, Ya Allah, I believe, Amantu Billah, I bring Iman in Allah Ta'ala, in all His angels, in His books, every book of Allah Ta'ala we bring Iman in. But the last and final book of Allah Ta'ala is the Qur'an Sharif. We believe in all the books that Allah Ta'ala revealed. But then, for Amal, everything else is abrogated. It is only the Qur'an Sharif now that will bring salvation for a person by making Amal on the Qur'an Sharif. So now, Iman bil Qur'an. What does this Iman bil Qur'an mean? Alhamdulillah, every one of us sitting here has Iman in the Qur'an Sharif. That's why we are here. It's the Iman on the Qur'an Sharif that has brought us. But sometimes it's important to just check a little bit deeper also. That while Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this Iman, and Iman in Allah Ta'ala, and Iman in everything Allah Ta'ala has commanded us, Iman in the Quran Sharif obviously. But sometimes it's something to still check a little deeper. How, how correct is our Iman in the Quran Sharif? Just to understand this by way of example, one youngster, and this is something unfortunately becoming more common by the day, and there's not one person, many people, one particular person we're referring to, but many people have written this kind of things or asked this kind of things, that this Darwin's theory of evolution this is something that makes a lot of sense. And I'm very much inclined to accepting this theory. This is one person saying I'm inclined to it. Many a person says this is what I believe in. He's calling himself a Muslim, but he's believing in Darwin's theory. That Darwin's theory is the sum total of it, which is that he came from a monkey. Now this person is believing that. 
what is the reality of the belief in this that it goes against so many ayat of the quran sharif walaqad khalaqna al-insana min sulalatin min teen thumma ja'alnahu nutfatan fi qararin makin thumma khalaqna an-nutfata 'alaqatan fa khalaqna al-'alaqata mudghatan fa khalaqna al-mudghata 'idhaman fa kasawna al-'idhama lahma thumma ansha'nahu khalqan akhar fa tabarakallahu ahsanul khaliqin allah tala speaks about you know time to go into the details of these ayat every bit of this verse of the quran sharif shakes the heart allah tala is talking about his qudrat we did this from where we brought insan from that inception of soil and dust and where we brought him summa ansha'nahu khalqan akhar fa tabarakallahu ahsanul khaliqin allah tala says we created this insan from what to what and here comes dawan to say no i came from a monkey and all this started off also one big bang and there was just matter and the matter just expanded and there's no nawzubillah created all this and now that person is beginning to believe all this what does he do to his iman bil quran is he iman left because rejection of one ayat of the quran sharif is kufr a person can believe everything but he rejects one ayat of the quran sharif this is kufr and in the quran sharif allah tala says walladhina kafaru a'maluhum kasarabin liqiati yahsabuhu dhamanu ma person rejects one bit of what allah tala has given in the quran sharif what has been authentically given by rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and reached us with tawatur with that authentic chain person rejects one of this this leads to kufr now this is what tantuman reads one person is talking about but well this quran sharif well it talks about this aspect of interest being haram and allah taala warning about interest that ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha wa dharu ma baqiya min ar-riba in kuntum mu'minin forsake this riba if you truly believers you believe in the quran sharif forsake it fa illam ta'zanu fa illam ta'zanu fa illam taf'alu fa adanu bi harbin min allah wa rasuli and if you don't take heed then beware of war with allah and his rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam unfortunately very tragically from time to time there will be a person that will say but this didn't probably apply for us it was something that died in age now there's a completely different system and now you can't live without can't do business without this or the person is not prepared to accept this is a command of allah taala and this is applicable to me where is the iman bil quran many occasions it has come up that now there's a time of distributing inheritance and the law of the quran sharif is explained the person says but look all that in his place but my father left the will and i'm going to go by this so what is the degree of our iman bil quran allah taala is saying this is how it will be distributed there is no space for anybody to make his own decision in this regard allah taala has already predetermined the shares what the spouse will get whoever the surviving spouse is or the parents are surviving what they will get and the children what they will get allah taala has predetermined this person says look my father left a will and that will i am the sole inheritor or whatever something is left behind for me i will have that so the iman in the quran sharif to what extent is it allah's word so these are just some little examples first to understand the first right of the quran sharif is iman bil quran to what extent is our iman in the quran sharif wholeheartedly to accept it without any reservation not just in theory but in practice as well in the ayat of the quran sharif that was recited allah taala says innal ladina yatluna kitab allah that those who recite the kitab of allah tabarak wa taala the mufassirin explain bil amal 
They recite the Kitab of Allah Ta'ala, not just the words only. That is something we will come to just now. But they practice accordingly too. They live the Quran Sharif. Therefore immediately salah. Because they recite the Quran Sharif, they have salah in their lives. And they spend from the wealth Allah Ta'ala has given. Openly, secretly. Such people Allah Ta'ala says, يَرْجُونَ تِجَارَةً لَنْ they can have hope in such a business that will never suffer loss. Because the investments of Akhirat don't suffer loss. Investments of dunya, a person today is somebody and tomorrow is nobody. Allah Ta'ala save us from these kind of tests and trials. But the dunya has seen it repeatedly. Yesterday is somebody or today is nobody. Today is nobody, tomorrow is somebody. And the dunya carries on in this manner. How often a person, one person was, went overseas somewhere, one of the countries, and somebody was, one relative was taking him along. Now as he's driving down some street, so he's pointing to some high-rise buildings. Huge high-rise buildings. He says, this my uncle owned. This was ours, my father's. This was, this was my brother's. This was so-and-so's. And this was so-and-so's. Driving the whole street down. Almost that whole street the family owned. Now who owns it? He one morning when whoever came, when they came, one morning somebody was standing there and said, hand the keys over. It's no more yours now. You can work for us if you want Government changed, everything changed. Now it was all mine, there's no more mine. Allah Ta'ala protect us from these kind of situations. Dunya has seen all this repeatedly. But nevertheless, the point is, is Iman bil Quran. Then together with Iman bil Quran, as we already discussed, Amal bil Quran. This is the right of the Quran Sharif. It's also part of this complaint of Rasulullah that my ummah left for this Quran Sharif. They weren't prepared to make Amal on it. They had the Quran Sharif, but they did something else. The Quran Sharif spoke about so many things, but their amal was something else. The Quran Sharif spoke about how should they live with one another, how should they treat their parents, for example. That Bakada Rabbuka Allah Ta'abudu illa iya wabil walidaini ihtana. Allah Ta'ala has decreed upon you that you worship Allah alone and that you treat your parents kindly. But how often there's a very, very heart rending situation comes up. And some parent is crying his heart out. This is what my son did to me. This is how my own children treated me. I have given and provided everything. I don't have a place to live in anymore now. Nobody wants me. They are ready to sign the check for the old age home. They say, no worry, you stay there, we'll sign the check. But sorry, we've got no place in our house for you. Nobody's got any place. I did everything for them. But now everybody is ready to sign the check for me. I want the companionship of my own children. I want to have their love and warmth. I don't want some five-star service somewhere else. I want the love and warmth of my family. But everybody is saying, sorry, no space for you here. You go somewhere else. The Amal bil Quran, acting upon what Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharif. Allah Ta'ala is interceding on behalf of His servants. The woman, Allah Ta'ala is saying, treat your wives kindly. Sometimes you dislike something. But something you might dislike, Allah Ta'ala has put khair in that for you. Khairan kaseera. Great, abundant khair Allah Ta'ala has put for you. You might dislike something. Allah Ta'ala is interceding. And those various ayat, whether it's the ibadat, establish salah. Let us think about that. Establish salah. Allah Ta'ala repeatedly in the Quran Sharif, more than 500 times in the Quran Sharif is the command of salah. How much has this salah come in my life fully? Five times a day. Zakat, am I discharging the zakat correctly? 
what are the, all the other obligations of deen? How is it being fulfilled? So, Amal bil Quran, all the commands of Allah wa Taala, and the way Rasulullah has taught us his Mubarak Sunnah, bringing that into our lives. This is Amal bil Quran. This is the dictates of the Quran Sharif, demand of the Quran Sharif. So, Iman bil Quran, Amal bil Quran, then Tilawatul Quran, recitation of the Quran Sharif. Alhamdulillah, we came on the nisbat of the Quran Sharif on the recitation of the Qur'an Sharif, on the hymns of the Qur'an Sharif. But what are we going to take back? The month of Ramadan is just around the corner. Have we already started preparing in terms of tilawat for the month of Ramadan? Month of Ramadan was month of tilawat. Jibreel Salatu Salam would come in the month of Ramadan and he would recite to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Nabi Salaam would recite to him. Apart from all the other recitation, this khatam would happen in the month of Ramadan. And in the last Ramadan of the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, came and made two khatams in this manner. And the Sahaba Ikram look in their lives, you will find the amount of Quran Sharif, tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Many Sahaba would decide the Quran Sharif, sometimes whole Quran Sharif in one rakat. Entire Quran Sharif in one rakat. Usman and many other Sahaba. Whole Quran Sharif in one rakat. And Nabi Sallallahu his own practice on a daily basis, lengthy rakats to such an extent that his Mubarak feet would swell out of the lengthy rakats, lengthy rakats for what? Reciting Quran Sharif. Every night. So, tilawat of the Quran Sharif, this should commence in earnest. If perchance, for any reason, we have not yet managed to learn how to recite the Quran Sharif, whatever happened, Whatever the past is the past, but it's never too late. MashaAllah, today is a very great inspiration for us. That as I was informed that the Hafizah, MashaAllah, at the age of 40, commenced the hymns. And is completing now six years later. It's not too late to start. If hymns can commence at 40 years, then Nazara can commence at 80 years also. And people have commenced in their old age. One Jalsa took place in Phoenix some one or two years back. And some prizes were handed out to the children and to the, those who had completed the Nazra of the Qur'an Sharif and alongside came some elderly people who were not part of the Bhakta proper but they were attending some classes daily in the same masjid and over time for the first time in their lives somebody at the age of 74, somebody at the age of almost 80 completed the Qur'an Sharif, learned how to recite, started learning at that age of his life didn't know how to recite the Qur'an Sharif but started learning and learned and completed it for the first time in his life made khatam at that age that person who came and collected his one little prize certificate. Never too late. Let us start learning. We learn a lot of things. A person wants to get into some field, some business, whatever. He had no idea about it, but he makes an effort. He gets to some people who know how to go about it. And he gets their help and assistance. And he doesn't mind even paying to get that assistance. Inshallah, nobody will charge us to teach us Quran Sharif. But let us put ourselves forward. And perhaps we know how to recite the Quran Sharif, but our Tajweed is still not in order. He may not have had the opportunity to learn with Tajweed. This is the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala. It should be recited in the way Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. وَرَتِّلِ الْقُرْآنَ تَرْتِيلًا So in any case, to learn the Qur'an Sharif, let us then go, inshallah, there will be numerous people, especially in our city, etc. There's plenty of Ufaz, plenty of Allah Kiram. They'll be more than happy to give us that five minutes a day after some Salah in the Masjid. Five minutes a day. If five minutes is too much, let's take three minutes a day from them. And in the three minutes a day also, inshallah, before the next Ramadan, we'll be reciting Quran Sharif well. 
but the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. This is a connection with Allah Ta'ala. In one hadith, Rasulullah says that a person hasn't connected himself with Allah Ta'ala greater, with anything greater than what has come from Allah Ta'ala. That is his kalam, his word, the Quran Sharif. Unfortunately, the day goes past, the week goes past, the month goes past. Last Ramadan, perhaps we might have touched the Quran Sharif, Allah forbid. Ramadan is already coming to our doorstep. Sometimes the whole year has gone past, we didn't hold the Quran Sharif in our hands. And maybe if somebody passed away in the family, we might have held it. For that day, maybe. Allah knows. This is a very sad situation. We need to bring the rahmat of the Quran Sharif in our homes. Bring that sakina that descends upon the recitation of the Quran Sharif. Many a person is very, very perturbed and has a lot of problems. Somebody is going for some tawis and some other amal and whatever. All that, whatever it is within the limits of Sharia in its place. There is nothing greater than the Quran Sharif in bringing the rahmat in our homes. Let us get everybody to start reciting Quran Sharif in the home. And see where everything else disappears. All the evils and whatever other things, see how it disappears. Daily, a significant amount of time of Quran Sharif and see how everything else is clears out of that place. And how all the other problems and difficulties start dissipating. So tilawat of the Quran Sharif daily. This is our connection with Allah Taala. We sit and talk for hours or the chatting with who not and what not on social media. Let us talk to Allah Ta'ala through His kalam e So tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Iman bil Qur'an, Amal bil Qur'an, tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, then together with all this is ta'zeem al-Qur'an, respect for the Qur'an Sharif, honoring it, respecting it. Unfortunately, again, year two, we find a great amount of neglect. And just to see how much this neglect has kept in, those who are perhaps past their 40s, 50s, and they would have seen another era. At that point in time, how the Quran was always handled, it was always on the chest, whoever it might be. Young, old, always kept with great amount of respect, always handled with utmost respect. There was, you couldn't see a Quran just being left somewhere haphazardly. And if it was done like that, it would have been done by a child who probably still doesn't know anything better. And that too was corrected immediately. Now the Qur'an Sharif is just kept anyhow, carried anyhow. Allah forbid sometimes it's carried in the haversack behind the back between all kinds of other textbooks. The Qur'an Sharif has become like another textbook now. Whereas this disrespect of the Qur'an Sharif this draws down the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala protect us. Let us emphasize, not just teach, emphasize. Emphasize the adab of the Qur'an Sharif to our children, to our families, ourselves to go out of our way to make sure we respect the Qur'an Sharif well. How we keep it, how we handle it, how we recite it. So the adab of the Qur'an Sharif, the time has already elapsed, but just to finish up on this, and then tabligul Qur'an, conveying the Qur'an Sharif, the message of the Qur'an Sharif, conveying it to our own families, to our near and dear ones, conveying it to one and all, whatever we know about the Qur'an Sharif, that one message, one lesson of the Qur'an Sharif, this is the responsibility Allah Ta'ala has placed on us, we have received it because somebody conveyed it. We have to convey it, that's our duty as well. So these are the demands that the Qur'an Sharif has against us. This is our good. It's not any kind of demand that we are going to lose anything. No, the Qur'an is demanding this from us for us. These are the rights of the Qur'an Sharif but for us. And to the extent that we will gain or come on to this, fulfill these rights of the Qur'an Sharif, to that extent, inshallah, we will see the benefit, the barakat of it in our own lives. 
and inshallah this will then become part of the legacy that we will leave for our progenies to come. So among the things that we can start off with immediately, as Mona earlier mentioned, Musa was talking about taking something along, that we've come, we must leave with something, at least let us leave with reaffirming our Iman in the Quran Sharif. 100%, no reservations about any command of Allah Ta'ala. Whether it comes into my understanding or the appeals to my logic or not is not the issue. The word of Allah Ta'ala, I must accept it unreservedly. And then together with that, to make this firm pledge with Allah Ta'ala. Ya Allah, amal on the Quran Sharif, I'm going to start. At least for a start, my five times salah, this is the command of the Quran Sharif. My five times salah, daily, every salah I will make, and as far as possible, unless there is some valid reason, with jama'ah. Salah with jama'ah is wajib unless there is a valid reason to omit it for males. This is wajib. And then together with it, all the other aspects of the Qur'an Sharif, the ahkam of the Qur'an Sharif, then the aspect of tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. Let us start today. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. One shop had one board there, cash today, credit tomorrow. So now the customer comes, he reads that board, cash today, credit tomorrow. So now when it will come tomorrow, he reads the same board again. That cash today and credit tomorrow. Then that tomorrow, Qiyamah will come away, but that tomorrow won't come. Often our tomorrows also are the same. For every good thing we procrastinate. Okay, this now I think from tomorrow I'll start. That tomorrow doesn't come. Let us say today I'll start. And Allah give us topic, now we'll start. Perhaps after Salah, before Salah, we get the topic, one page. We start off with one page. We start building on that. Inshallah, by the time the month of Ramadan comes, we'll be reciting some significant portion and that will help us to now improve and increase in the month of Ramadan. So at least these few things we take along, this will become a means of tremendous good for us, for our families, for the entire Ummah of Rasulullah especially in this time that we are facing so many challenges as the Ummah at large. These challenges cannot be faced in the way that the West decides to face their challenges or the other nations of the world face their challenges. This Ummah will overcome its challenges in the way that the Quran has taught how to overcome it. إِنَّهُ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُبِعُ أَجْرَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Those who adopt taqwa. Allah then is giving us a prescription. Don't overcome all your challenges. Adopt taqwa. Adopt the akhlaq that Rasulullah has taught, the Qur'an Sharif has given, among the heights of it, sabr. Allah Ta'ala will fulfill whatever the needs are. In another ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, that those who have iman, those who have iman and taqwa, that bring iman and taqwa. That we would have opened out the barakat, the blessings of the heavens and the earth upon them. They come down in dunya. But this is a prescription. Iman, taqwa. Taqwa includes all the aspects of deen. Allah Ta'ala gives me also the tawfiq. And all of us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala accepts the khatam of the Quran Sharif that will take place. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of every khair and benefit for the Hafiz of the Qur'an Sharif, for the Ustad, for the families, for the entire Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Ta'ala grant us the opportunity of witnessing many, many more occasions of this nature that we witness the hips of the Qur'an Sharif, we witness the occasions of Amal of the Qur'an Sharif, we witness the occasions of Tabligh of the Qur'an Sharif, we witness the occasions of everything related to coming onto the life of the Qur'an Sharif. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. All of the
Save us from every drop and grain of haram, Ya Allah. Save us from doubtful wealth also, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, make our income completely pure, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, all those who have passed away from our families, from throughout the ummah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah, you make the complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Make their cover gardens of Jannah for them, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages of the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, at the time of all that, Ya Allah. Allah, that moment is coming, Ya Allah. We have no idea when this will meet us, Ya Allah. We are so unprepared for this, Ya Allah. Give us a topic of being forever prepared for this, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, enable us, Ya Allah, be forever ever in such readiness, Ya Allah. If a malakul mort comes to meet us, Ya Allah, we are happy to meet him, Ya Allah. We are happy to meet you, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, take our rule at a time. Tell us that you are pleased with us, that we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Make our cover gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah give us Jannah to those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah, all those have raised their hands to the dua. Ya Allah, you know of each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's dying needs from the grave, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant birth in each one's life, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant peace and happiness to each one, Ya Allah. All those who ask us to make dua for them, Ya Allah. All those who are saying that you should make dua for them, Ya Allah. Grant them all the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah. Our greatest needs, Ya Allah, is that you become a good, Ya Allah. We become yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become a cover, cover, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Protect our families, Ya Allah. Protect the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. From all the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. You look after us, Ya Allah. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatin waleem. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatin waleem. Allahumma waqiyatan kawaqiyatin waleem. Look after us like that little baby is looked after, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, don't leave us to ourselves in the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Allahumma la takilna ila anfusina tarfata'in, fa innaka in takilna ila anfusina, takilna ila ba'firu wa zambiru wa awratiru wa khati'ah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah, the ishtima that is to take place, Ya Allah, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayah for the entire mankind, 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 Ya Allah. Make it a means of, Ya Allah, iman strengthening in each one heart, Ya Allah. Make it a means of the sunnah of Rasulullah, Salaam Alaikum, coming alive, Ya Allah. Make it a means of being coming alive in every hope, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, Ya Allah, all the good that Rasulullah, Salaam Alaikum, begged for. Allah, we also begging for all the good, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah, Salaam Alaikum, sought refuge from, Allah, you grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. اللهم إنا نفعنا نفعنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سعادك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم تم تم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم 